like scary movies. Uh-huh. What's your favorite scary movie? Whatever you do, don't fall asleep. Hi, Georgie. Swallow this. Cat dead. Details later. I am the devil, and I am here to do the devil's work. Hello, good evening. Uh, so today, tonight, wherever you're listening from, is episode 64. We're going to be talking about upcoming releases for 2024, both horror and non-horror, that we are both looking forward to. We've shortlisted, well, we've both got a list of 10 that we're excited about that are horror. And I suppose non-horror, for me, there isn't a massive amount that I'm looking forward to, except for a couple of movies that I'm seeing this month. So I've only got, I've only got like two or three. Without further ado, Zayford, why don't you cut start us off? Is this in chronological order, by the way, or does it not matter? Are these just things? Um, that we're I don't know which one. I think I feel like we should talk about the one we're both excited about last. Oh, so we are doing a countdown then? No, just the most excited one. We can talk about the rest of them, however we please. Oh, okay. So abstract for everything else, but then the one that we want the most will Yeah, which it. I presume is the same one. Do you think so? Is it the, got the woman in that we've just been talking about? Yes. Then yes. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, I think our list is quite similar, actually. Um, yeah, okay. Uh, who wants to go first? You or me? Uh, you go first, just because you've got... I don't know, not like unique ones, I guess, maybe. Somewhat, I suppose. Okay, uh, yeah, so kicking off, I'm really looking for, forward to the upcoming not determined 100% what it's going to be, Jordan Peele movie. I mean, as long as he keeps going at the way it's going, it should probably be very well received. So I was talking to one of my friends about 2022 horror. That was a peak year for horror. And obviously one of the standout movies from that year was Nope. Um, his previous ones, like Get Out, yes. they all hit so good. So if it's a Jordan Peele movie, you know it's going to be a good movie. Uh, there's really not been much released about it. Yeah, I'm quite curious to see what it's be, about. It is going to be a horror movie um it's actually going to okay this is this is the interesting part it's going to be released on christmas day of 2024 i mean it could be interesting if it does like a christmas horror that's the only thing i can think of that you would potentially release a horror film on christmas day even terrified is not doing it on christmas day Mm-hmm. That's a this is an interesting choice, especially because you know a lot of people stay at home on Christmas Day, and I'm pretty sure Christmas this year is on like a Thursday, so it's weird, weirdly placed. But let's see how it goes. So oh. Jordan Peele <laughs> won't have one. So I was just re I was reading an article. Sorry, I was. 
Um, Jordan Peele won't have one, but two movies coming out in 2024. An untitled horror thriller on September 27th from Monkey Paw Productions and another coming out on Christmas Day that year. To be more specific, while the former is from his production company, the latter is being directed by the Oscar winner. So he'll be producing the first one, directing the second. So the Christmas Day one is going to be a directable thing. Um, okay, so I'm but... less excited about the first one just because it's purely the company. Yeah. Because that could be, anyone could be directing that currently if there's no one, no news there's, about it. There's a lot of mysteriousness about this. We don't we don't know what it's going to be about we don't we don't have anything um all that we know is that it's going to start shooting this summer that's a short turnaround yeah but is this for the one that comes out in in december yes yeah that's, that's a short turnaround it's like what four months yeah so oh hopefully they get it all sorted and there's not too many reshoots there's a lot of speculation. There are people saying that it is going to go forward for the Christmas release. Um, and then there's some people that are saying that it probably won't be. It's got a lot to do with the writing strikes. Mm, yeah. Um, but yeah, lots of speculation. Um, obviously, yeah, everybody wants more because of how good he is. I mm. mean, even Candyman as well. It's fantastic. See, the ones he produces, I, I don't mind. So mm. that September one might be interesting, but I have less faith in it. <laughs> He'll tease that his next project will be a little bit horror, a little bit of comedy, much like his previous works. I don't remember Nope being very funny. Mm, yeah, that one overly funny, but they didn't. But yeah, um, there, it, it's all very either. unclear. It's all very like murky. Mm. Uh, but when I do get a little bit more news about it, I'll definitely be sharing it. But yes, I'm definitely looking forward to seeing some more Jordan Peele this year, even though I have no idea what it's going to be. Um, I remember when I actually saw the promo poster for Note and uh, trying to read about it online and being like uh, a Western sci-fi horror. And I was like, "How the fuck is that going to work? That is going to that is going to tank his career." And when I actually saw it at the cinema, I was like, "He did it, fucking did it!" It was <laughs> it was like one of the best movies I saw in twenty twenty two. Yeah. So whatever it is, it's going to be magic, isn't it? So I'm I'm looking forward to it. I'm open, sir. Can you get far out of far? Although there's a lot of controversy because obviously some people don't like that. Welcome. What's oh. yours? <laughs> Give uh, me one of yours. One of mine. So con controversial one. And it's the sequel. Which I was it like the beginning of last year, twenty twenty two, when it came. Out. So this one, what I'm talking about is Winnie the Pooh two. <laughs> yep, Blood and Honey is also on my top ten. So a uh, bit of a we have a dark horse. Probably not a lot of people expecting us to say this, but I am it, looking forward to it. I actually it's, it's have. curiosity. I want to know what happens and like how they're making a sequel. Because apparently Christopher Robin comes back and stuff. And I'm like, the first I one. Think, was, I honestly felt yeah. like the preface of the story was fantastic. Um, the execution of it, however, hmm, 
you know um but it was definitely not as bad as what people made out that it was well the um, first one was a low budget film so it's gonna be somewhere. yeah but it's like what were you expecting you know i i just i feel like there's a lot of snobbery in cinema and that actually we you know you kind of you kind of go into it knowing that it's going to be a B movie. What are you expecting? It's not mm. going to be like a Bew is afraid, Bo is afraid situation, is it? It's not. They didn't spend millions and millions of dollars on it and years and years of in the making and all the rest of it. Yeah, it it's was, not. It's it, not a high art film. But nonetheless, it was something that was made out of love for the genre and hatred for Disney. So why not? <laughs> you know, um, Disney have bitten themselves on the butt, and nobody is quite sure why uh they have not decided to trademark names and similarities like and now it's a free fall and Zephyr did call it that there would actually be all these weird Mickey Mouse things coming out and sure enough even like literally the day after the uh the copywriting ended we saw a trailer for oh, yeah. so it's already started. I think um, there's currently two Maybe three films supposedly coming out about Mickey yeah, Mouse. Well, I've only seen the one, the the one that I I've saw like. The, there's this Mickey Mouse's Fun House, and the other, or it's Mickey's Fun House, whichever one. Probably not the Mickey Mouse bit. And then there's one called Steamboat Willie. I think the thing is as well that it's going to be a rat race because it's going to get saturated real quick, isn't it? Like like you said, there's three, right? Um, not they're not going to jump on every one like fans. So they're going to want to be the first one, right? Yeah. But there is going to be like a fun little novelty in the fact that it is Disney or Disney related. Like, don't get me wrong. The, the, the one trailer I watched, which was Mickey's Funhouse, it looks terrible. Like the Winnie the Pooh one. <laughs> terrible. When, when, the te- when the film came, the trailer came out, it kind of looked semi-interesting because it was doing this whole story and they have law for it. Whereas the Mickey Mouse one is just a guy in a Mickey Mouse mask. Mm. And it's like that's not as interesting. It, it looks terrible already, and there's only been one trailer. And don't get me wrong, they probably rushed a lot of it to get it out after the co- <laughs> get it out after the copyright <laughs> uh, finished. Yeah. So next one up on my list is uh, I'm and I'm pretty sure this I I mean I'd be surprised if this is on your list actually. Uh, but it's one that's kind of especially the second movie of that franchise um even though this is becoming like a standalone thing of itself by its title um the strangers chapter one that is on my list it is on your list okay yeah. so i'm excited because i saw the first have trailer we, have we talked much about prey at night because it's actually one of my favorite guilty pleasures i absolutely love the soundtrack to that movie i think it's so good like the the movie itself like as a whole is like it's worth something because of how well the soundtrack has been done hmm. um, yeah uh, we've it's, not really spoke about it pure because i've actually not seen that one have you not because every time i've tried to go look for it on the internet it's either really expensive to buy like a physical copy zayford it's or... on my prime i bought it go watch it Okay, I'm doing that tomorrow. I have my permission. It's there. I actually bought it. it. Was it was for one of uh my nights of Halloween. I put it on there. So yeah, uh, go watch it. But yeah, but it, it, it's been one that's been elusive for me for a couple of years. Yes. But yeah, I'm excited about uh, the Strangers because it's a three part trilogy. Obviously. 
Well, this, I mean, it's saying chapter one, so I think it's a standalone thing. I think maybe they're going to start. Well, there's doing... there's three of them in the making that are all supposedly. Um, oh, so it's going to be chapter one, two, and three. Yeah, I don't know if the, okay. I feel I feel like they said there was going to re release them all within the same year, but don't quote me on that. That might be slightly wrong. Yeah, so the first one is very like. Forgive me if I'm wrong. Is it Sandra Bullock that's in that one? I think it is. What? Uh, the original. Yeah, the first one. It's um, fuck. What is her name? She's the daughter of um, the lead singer from Aerosmith. Are you sure? Yeah. I'm going to check that. I know who you're talking about. I can check it right now. I'm doing it. I'll do it faster than you. Liv Tyler. Yeah. We looked at it at the same time. <laughs> I think it's Bullock. But I yeah, the whole preface of like this, the strangers is like it's similar to funny games. Like they just do it because they can, and it's not really so much a commentary on you like this, don't you? You sick fuck. You like demented people killing people for no fucking reason. It doesn't have that smart commentary in it, in so much that it's not breaking the fourth wall. But it's very much like. Home invasions happen all the fucking time. Be afraid. Yeah. Um, and pray at night is very similar to that. It's there's no reason for it. There's just these demented people fucking people around and uh, hurting them. And it's very very good. So make sure you do watch it because pray at night is definitely the stronger one out of the two of them. Um, chapter one. I don't know. I don't know what they're gonna do if it's gonna. Have you seen the them. trailer for it? Yeah. It looks pretty interesting. I'm I'm yeah. up for it. I don't know. I don't know if they're going to follow the same formula exactly. I really hope that it's more like Pray at Night than the first one. But the suggestion that it's like chapters is, you know, there's going to be a trilogy means that the films are not going to be standalone. So it's going to be an ongoing story. So that's going to be interesting. Well, I think the ongoing story part of it is obviously the killers will probably continue through the um the films. Unless well, you don't know. We might get one survivor who just keeps going through the films. We don't know. Uh, I feel like that's, uh, yeah, that could be interesting, but we'll see. It's All definitely right. that comes out in like May. I'm pretty sure as well. Yeah. So that, uh, and I'd quite, I don't know if that's going to come to theaters here or if it'll come to streaming. But I'm hoping so. If it does come to theaters, I would totally watch it. Oh yeah, same. All right, what have you got? Uh, a Quiet Place Day One. I put that as well. We did okay. say that it might be slightly similar. Yeah, a I couple don't, of films we both want to see. <laughs> I don't think there's going to be many that are different, actually. So yeah, Quiet Place Day One. Obviously, we did a fun little double episode with every movie ever. We love them, by the way. Listen to them. They are great. They're doing really well at the moment as well. Yeah, Ben and Robert pretty cool. Yeah, they're pushing through the... Uh, oblivion that it is to have a horror podcast the saturation of a market and oh, yeah, uh, they're very unique and they're very fun and they're very smart and everything that they say and do is awesome so yeah go check them out every movie ever if you want another fun british podcast because they are great um yeah we did a double episode with them about part one and part two um and yeah it was it was really interesting taking this surface level movie because it's really not that deep and actually trying to understand the behaviours of how people behave in post-apocalyptic lands where they're not allowed to speak. <laughs> um, yeah, where, where any amount of sound can kill you. 
Yeah, and it was it it is it is interesting when you start to dig a little deeper into these characters and why they behave the way that they do. Um, and it it is very like Walking Dead Dead esque, you know, like you you get quite in, invested in the ideas of like how these people are going to survive and what happens, and especially in um, the second movie, I remember when they they get to this like utopia and then it all goes horribly wrong. Um, oh yeah very reflective of the walking dead how all things can just dissipate and be absolutely destroyed and everything's awful um and it's more realistic than you know the the movie ending in utopia um i know we haven't really touched on this at all uh but the latest movie that has come to netflix well one of the latest movies came to netflix over christmas was talking about the apocalypse oh, yeah, we, we caused it to ourselves uh i want to know i want to remember it leave the world behind yeah it's along yeah. those lines yeah so um that movie <laughs> has got a very 50 50 thing going on about it there are a lot of people like myself who actually really cackled and enjoyed the ending very very much and then there are other people that are like that's not fair that's so stupid. Why did I invest two hours of my time for it to end with the Rembrandts? I'll be there for you in a bunker. <laughs> Sorry if you've not watched it and I spoiled it, but to I haven't honest, watched it. <laughs> you should have seen it by now if you haven't. So I won't say too much, but it basically is the epitome of millennials, Gen X, Gen Z, boomers, all of us, and how we all behave in different but equally self-destructive selfish self-absorbed and not really sustainable ways and ultimately we are responsible for our own fucking demise there are no creatures there are no massive world events we are our worst enemy and we cause it to ourselves and i really like that so yeah if you don't like that movie that's fine it if you prefer having your creatures and you know um mass events and your godzillas that's fine but i actually really enjoyed the fact that it was totally all about how shitty humanity is i do <laughs> like how, a good godzilla how selfish film. we are i i actually loved it um so don't hate on it at least appreciate it for the message that it is but yeah um quiet place day one is going to show the origination of how it came to be right yeah it's just basically the first day maybe a week by the time yeah. film's done. Yeah, so it's it's going to be speaking about before the dystopian. It's going to be at the gates of it happening. And I think that it's going to be very exciting and there's going to be a lot of like lots of death, lots of action. And I'm pretty excited for it because it's going to be a different pace from both those movies. So yeah, I'm really looking forward to that a lot. Yeah, it should be interesting. Hopefully it still comes out in June. I can't believe you haven't seen Leave the World Behind yet. I thought you would have seen that by now. Man, I'm not on my game right now. I'm not on my game. I've been catching up a lot over my depression. Um, yeah. So next one on my list for sure. Speak no evil. Um, literally just found out about this before we started recording. Cannot believe they're going to be doing an Americanization of this Danish movie. Um, definitely morbid curiosity is is peaking for this one. Um, I what kind of wanted to see how bad they're going to fuck it up. Yeah, I mean... It's not going to be good. It's not going to be good because it, it is literally a commentary on Danish culture and being too polite. Americans are not fucking polite. They're rude. 
and it's not going to work. But to be fair, like, it could be an English version. English people are quite polite sometimes. And let me tell you the story of how Zayford made me inadvertently, passively abuse my children. So what? <laughs> Zayford, <laughs> Zayford, right? I said to Zayford, I said, Zayford, you know what? I need a playlist. I need, I need stuff to watch over Halloween. I need something to watch. Like, you know, like I need a couple move and and so he's obviously suggested VHS, what was it? A eighty five? No, I think was it ninety six? I think it was ninety six. How long ago was this? It was the la not last year, the year before. Uh yeah, whatever the nineties one is, yeah. Yeah. So that one, um, and oh, the fan footage one with the guy doing a live stream. Deadstream. Deadstream, Dead VHS and speak no evil. Now, my children... I don't expect you to be watching the horror films with your kids in the room. My daughter is a huge, huge horror fan. She's nearly 12, and she's grown up around horror. Obviously, there's certain movies I don't show her. Um, but, yeah, she's got a huge interest in horror. Um, like, I take her to conventions, and she's really into horror movies. If I put a horror movie on, she'll always want to come and watch it with me. Um, you know, some of her favourite movies that are, like, proper gory i would say like malignant she likes that kind of stuff you know psychological horror movies um that are fun so <laughs> so i thought okay so vhs is a found footage my daughter really doesn't have much interest in that deadstream sounds kind of funny but i'm not in the mood for that so i'm gonna start by zayford's suggestion speak no evil and i literally put that on in front of my kids and yeah we watched it together and I just remember looking at my son and looking at my daughter and just thinking I'm a terrible person. And they just had this flat look on their faces. My my son was only little. He was he didn't really get what was going on. Because uh, it's a psychological. But my daughter was horror. literally like, "Why did we watch that? That was horrible." And I was like, "Yeah, that was really horrible." You know, we had like a we had like a little buffet, um, like a little Halloween. We're having our little Halloween party, and it like really put a dampener on my mood. And um. Yeah, I was in such a foul mood that I, after watching that, that I watched VHS 96 and then I was like, fuck this, I'm not in the mood. It, just, <laughs> it ruined my whole Halloween, basically. So, yeah. Don't... If you would ask me, I'd have said watch that one last. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it completely ruined my Halloween. So it, it's, it's not a fun film me... by any stretch of the means. Yeah, so... I mean, if you've been listening to a podcast for a while, or um, you, or even if you don't really know me and my taste in movies, I love dark movies. I like black movies. I've got a very dark sense of humor. Um, that movie is really horrible. It's a nasty film. Um, and that if that's coming from me, that means that it's pretty bad. <laughs> so yeah, um, if you are gonna watch that in a little compilation of movies to catch up on all your horror. Um, yeah leave that one to the last because it's fucking horrible or just actually take a day for you to watch it and then nothing else because it's just it does not belong at the start it will drag you down and make you so depressed so yeah an americanization of speak no evil is going to be absolutely hilarious and i just can't see how it's going to work and i'm kind of just waiting for the shit show i mean i'm uh i'm waiting for it i feel like we did an episode on it but i can't find it maybe we didn't no, I don't think we did. I think we talked about it. Yeah, we probably just spoke about it. Yeah, but it's a nasty film. All right, what's yours? Uh, what should I go with next? Uh, Try and get me one that I haven't got. The Crow. 
yeah, that's not on my list, interestingly. Go ahead. So, obviously, I'm a big fan of the original. Sequels, no. not so much. No one no one particularly likes them. They're not all great. The only good one worth watching is the second one. Uh, obviously, this is kind of controversial. So, a lot of people are like, don't remake it. Don't, you're going to fucking hurt the legacy of Brandon Lee. And that's all fair. But surely, if this film flops, which it might well do, then you're going to look back on the original and think so much better of it. But also, you've got Bill Skarsgård in it. Mm -hmm. Playing the titular role of the crow. And I'm excited. I want to see how it goes. Um, If it's shit, it's shit. And it's... (laughs) I'm still going to look up, like, no matter what, even if it's good, I'm still going to be like, the crow, the original one's the better one. Personally. And obviously, mm-hmm. the the girl actress from the original is very against this film. Mm. Because she obviously, she was, she knew Brandon Lee, she was on the film with him. She doesn't want this film made at all. She thinks that every remake slash sequel, whatever, is hurting the legacy. Strongly opposed to all of it, yeah. Yeah. Like, she won't even remotely talk about it. She's just like, nah, it shouldn't happen. It's it's disgraceful and all this. It's like, films get remade all the time. You can't constantly be against something. I think it really traumatised her, though, you know? I get that. I think she was... I think it was quite brutal what happened to him. I think like, she was about 10 when they were filming it. Yeah, I th- I think it was like, yeah, I mean, it it holds up in history law, doesn't it? Oh, history, yeah. Horror, horror <laughs> history law. But, you know, the crow, what happened to uh, Brandon Lee. And I also know it's controversial because technically it's probably not the horror film, but it's in the elements. I think it belongs in the category of horror. I mean, I know it's not exactly a horror, but it, it belongs there. I, well, think. I think we did an episode on the crow. So yeah, we've we've covered it. And we probably spoke about how it's technically not horror, but it has the elements. But yeah, that is like probably one of my higher ones to be excited for. Whether that excitement is going to pay off or not is a whole different story. Um, I'm sure I'll give you my strong op- opinions about it when it does come out. Mm. But currently, there's no release date supposedly this year but it was also supposedly last year obviously writer strikes kind of pushed it everything back yeah but yeah that is one of mine that i am actually looking forward to to a high degree so long legs mr long legs is that the one with nicholas cage yes it is so I saw this promo on one of my friend's stories about long legs and it's literally like a 911 call. And the way that it's done is very atmospheric and reminiscent of um, the found footage excerpts in Sinister 1 and 2. Mm-hmm. And I just, I felt like stylistically it reminded me of that. And I just, there's something particularly about Sinister 2. Uh, some of those scenes have really stuck with me. They, they're really like, and they're really not that, um what's the word like there wasn't it, it, it was just effortless that the the way that some found footage can be done can be so so 
impactful that it sticks with you because you know you're constantly thinking is it really real and that 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 whole barrier between it being cinema and reality is somewhat blurred in found footage even though you know you're watching a movie is something that's very jarring about that and that 911 call that I listened it just sounds so good I I don't know I don't know I just I thought I found it really good like I'm I'm hyped for that I'm looking forward to seeing that and I think Nicolas Cage over the few, past few years has banged out some absolute fucking amazing things with horror um two things that come to mind straight away uh of course Dream Scenario which I saw in the cinema I think it was in November um either October or November absolutely fantastic Nicolas Cage on his best best form um played that role so so well and of course Mandy uh Mandy, which I, actually, film. I had the pleasure of actually I've been told and told and told and told you really like Mandy you know go watch it even and it's always just been stuck there on my list and one day I thought you know what I'm gonna give it a chance and I really didn't think I was gonna get much out of it because Nicolas Cage largely to me I don't take him seriously I know I say that I really like dream scenario but um as a as a as a actor <laughs> When I hear Nicolas Cage, I you know I don't. I, it's not that I just like the guy. I just don't. He's not one of my favorite actors, so I wasn't thinking much of it. Oh my god, Mandy hit me like a fucking brick. I loved it so much. Um, so so my kind of vibe stylistically, the music, the acting, the storyline, the love story, the supernatural elements, the violence. It's just fucking. It's a fucking brilliant movie. I've been telling um, you for God knows how long that it's. A great I know movie. a lot of people have, and I think it's just because a lot of people, and and I I actually was when I was looking at the um comments for the for long legs in the Instagram comment section people were like i don't know i just i don't know i don't know i don't know if i take nicholas cage seriously as an actor in terms of horror and it's like me too to be honest with you but like he's done some pretty strong fucking horror movies now um so and yeah after seeing that promo i was like yeah this is gonna be good i'm gonna like this a lot so yeah i'm really looking forward to long legs a lot i think it's gonna be great and i hope that it is in the cinemas because um, I don't think Mandy did get a theatrical release here. No, but... that went to. I ended up watching it on Shudder because I think it came to Shudder over here. Yeah, yeah. So it was on Shudder for a while. I actually bought it on Prime Video. Yeah, um, I have a physical copy of it. I actually have a physical copy because I love it that much. And Zayford is a DVD Blu ray whore. You can give him anything and he'll keep it. He's like a hoarder. When it like anything I don't. So any fucking disturbing, horrible shit I don't want, I just send it to Zayford and he'll keep it because he likes collecting things. Whereas with me, I have like a very precise <laughs> anal, like really like secular taste for things that I want to physically own on media. I like and to know that if I need to watch something or want to watch something, I can watch it at any point <laughs> because I physically have it, not somewhere on streaming or anything like that. Because when Amazon Prime goes down and you've bought all those films on it, you're going to be fucked <laughs> Uh, yeah, he's preparing for the apocalypse, basically. This is why you need to watch Leave the World Behind, because you will definitely appreciate the ending. It includes a lot of DVDs and Blu-rays, Zayford. Yeah, but you just got to uh, hope you've still got in, uh, still got in electric. Yeah, that's true. Otherwise, I'm just going to be reading the back of Blu-ray cases, of which some of them are in Spanish, so that's not going to be helpful. <laughs> um yeah so i actually bought mandy i didn't buy it on blu-ray i didn't buy it on dvd so I, I bought it to watch 
on Amazon and I loved it that much that I actually went on Etsy and had a custom made VHS fully playable. So That's I can watch cool. it with my little VHS player. I yeah. also I also have a Funko Pop of Red. Oh, how cool. Yeah, I'll send you a picture of it though. And, and, so this is how much I love this movie. I actually got a cassette of the soundtrack too. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, so I collect cassettes as well and VHSs, but again, very, like, specific. They have to be, like, really, like, movies that are really important to me. So, yeah, I love Mandy. But, yeah. We might have to cover Mandy at some point. I would love to cover Mandy because I've got a lot to say about it. But, yeah, Long Legs, definitely looking forward to that one. All right, it's your turn. Oh, let's go with Terrifier 3. Not on my list. I think this could be hit or miss. This could make or break the franchise that it currently is aiming to it's be. It's going to be a miss. I got, I'm got. i telling you, I'm calling it now, it's going to be a miss. I don't know. I'm, not, I think I'm, I'm calling was... it. I, I think Terrifier 2 was the peak of slasher gore cinema and i think the fact that they're making a christmas thing i don't really i'm not by i'm i'm not invested i'll watch it because i like terrifier i like terrifier 2 terrifier 2 had some of the best gore scenes i've ever seen in my fucking life that still stick to me and haunt me this day and get for, people for a slasher film yeah and get people banned off of instagram <laughs> <laughs> to this day um so i will watch it of course for the infamy and the fact that i actually took a picture with the actual art the clown in for the love of horror 2022 yeah so i am very i i like the terrifier franchise i'm not abandoning it i just there's just something about christmas specials that is my only issue is the fact that it's not christmas it's just not for me i don't i will watch it but i don't i'm not it's not anticipated it's it's something that i know is going on in the background unless Um, it's like a direct sequel to like the second one and it's just like happens to be a couple months after and it ends up in christmas that makes somewhat sense but if it's gonna be like oh yeah out the clown's been missing for like a year also now it's randomly christmas and it's popping up again that makes no sense I'm just hoping Damien Leon, the director, the producer, the fucking, he does pretty much everything on it, can at least finish this trilogy in a way that makes sense. Don't have to be amazing. Don't have to be better than the second one. Ideally. Ideally, yeah. I mean, that's the thing. Like, in the second movie, they really did add such a supernatural element to art, didn't they? Yeah. And I, I dug that a lot. I thought that was really cool. Um, you know, the, the first Terrifier is so like based. <laughs> like it's not um it's not that deep. It's late night B movie bullshit. And that's yeah, why people it's, love uh, it. So it's much. an hour and twenty minutes of a clown being a bit of a stalker and then killing Whereas some people. Terrifier too is like deeper than it. Yeah. Um, there is a supernatural element, there's like psychological elements, there's literally depictions of hell. Um, they've clearly added like some law that we've not been told yet yeah and i just don't think that that's going to be executed well in a christmas movie if they pull it off i'll be impressed but i just i don't know i i don't know i'm just not i'm not digging it i don't know well Um, they promised that it's going to be gorier and it's going to have more upsetting scenes than the second one did so i mean they're just saying that though aren't they they, they I mean, if they forever that ride on the coattails of Terrifier 2. You if know? people go to the cinema and start throwing up again, then I'm, I'll be happy. 
<laughs> Do you right, know anyone that did throw up? I don't know. Personally, I think it was mainly like Americans because it didn't come out in cinema for you. I think in our circles, we don't really know people that throw up over, over movies. No, so. it's basically people that are like, oh, this looks sort of interesting. Yeah. Or people that were like, oh, I saw the first one. It was pretty tame. Let's go. I say tame. Fucking hell. <laughs> That's so, all right. <laughs> The next one for me, um, we have discussed this, so I'm pretty sure it's not on your list anyway, but The Watchers. Um, no, it's not on mine. No. Zayford informed me that it is, in fact, Shamalama Ding Dong's daughter <laughs> who's doing this one, and that has definitely piqued my interest. I want to know if she is as good as her father. Um, obviously, I know that a lot of his movies are very... Um, not for everyone. I think in his more recent movies where he's stepped over more into the abstract horror, it's been very interesting. I myself actually really enjoyed Old for all its quirks. I also quite liked Knock at the Cabin. Um, Split for me was uh, not great. I didn't, I, didn't, I mean, but then again... Well, it was I, okay, but then they did Glass. I didn't, I didn't work. enjoy Glass at all. Um, yeah. and I, I thought Unbreakable was pretty cool. Um but yeah, yeah, he he's he's an interesting director and producer, and I I'm looking forward to it. Obviously, we've had these kind of situations before where sons or daughters take on from their fathers. Um, Are you talking about Brandon Cronenberg? The only <laughs> person I can think of that's a son or a daughter taking over like a genre, I guess. Yeah. So in in particular. Cronenberg sticks out for me. Um, Infinity was, Pool was fine. It was pretty Infinity, good. Infinity Pool was fantastic, as was Possessor. Um, crimes oh, yeah, crimes against fucking cinema, more like. Um, <laughs> I just think it's so funny that, you know, Possessor is such a fantastic movie. Um, plays with the idea of sound in cinema, whereas uh, Infinity Pool is more about visuals. Um, obviously you've got the beautiful Mia Goth in there too. Um, it's just a fantastic movie. Great watching Mia Goth jerk somebody off on the big screen. I really enjoyed that. Um, it's not like the main reason why I enjoyed that movie, but I mean, it's, still, it's, a, it's a solid one. But still, yeah. Um, and then David Cronenberg coming out with uh, Crimes of the Future, fucking kids eating plastic bins and men. <laughs> it is. It's just. So I am I'm curious because of that because um, see if it's a bit of nepotism. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, it, it, yeah it's it's gonna be uh, gonna be interesting and uh, yeah it's about how they have to fight monsters or something supernatural but I'm well, sure there's, I'm, there's gonna be I'm more to it. it sticks I think. to its source material because mm. it is based on a book. Yeah. So as long as it can stick to most of that, I think it should be fine. But then again, I know what people who read books. And then go see the film. Where I was like, it's usually the book is always better. There's very few cases where the book is not as good as the film. Bones and all being an example of that. That film should just not be made. It's just not good. Machine Gun Kelly looking motherfucker. You talking about Timothy Chalamet? <sighs> I do not understand why people like that movie. It's so crap. It's so rubbish. People I like that movie. Who likes that I movie? Felt- I felt too old to be there. Like, I was watching it, and it's just like, if you literally took, like, maybe two minutes of gore out of that movie, it would be a 12A. It literally would. 
And like, there weren't that many people in the cinema to begin with, but I felt so sorry for these, there was these two middle-aged blokes sat watching it. And you could tell that they were just sticking through it because they paid for the ticket and like they wanted to see it through. That's me. But yeah, I mean, I, I don't walk out of movies. I, I don't think I ever have. I will sit there and I will watch it. Crimes of the Future is probably the only movie that I can really remember where I kept looking at my phone for the time. Um, most of the time, if I'm in a film, I will be in a film, even if it's shit. Um, but yeah, definitely question. I, I was just like, this is Twilight with a bit more gore. It's fucking terrible. Yeah, don't don't think much of that movie. But yeah, it's your turn. Uh, let's talk about Abigail. Mm -mm. This is one that On my list. The trailer has. Uh, I think it, the trailer came out on YouTube. I want to say <coughs> Wednesday, something like that. Wednesday, mm. as of recording, I should have said. So maybe tomorrow this comes out. Who knows? Um, it's basically a new film by uh, Radio Silence, the ones that did. Uh, Scream 5, Scream 6, and Ready or Not. So, already, you've got good directors in the seats. It's apparently based off... Um, what was it? Dracula's Daughter? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, it's about a bunch of criminals who are hired to kidnap a young girl who obviously, as you can tell from what it's based on, is Dracula's daughter... And then they have to survive the night. Got Melissa Barrera in from Scream. Got Catherine Newton in from Freaky. And Dan Stevens from The Guest and for whatever reason, Beauty and the Beast. I don't uh, fuck with vampire movies. Next. So it could no, it could be interesting. <laughs> if you watch if you watch the trailer after this, it actually looks half decent. I'll give it a watch, but I you know I got no interest in it. But realistically, yeah. is it gonna be dumb? Yeah, probably. Is it going to be entertaining? Also, yeah, probably. Are you going to okay. get your money's worth when you go to the cinema? So, next, 75%. <laughs> next on my list, which I know is not on Zayford's, Return to Silent Hill. No, because all I... fucking Silent Hill films are shit. I beg your pardon. When have they done a good one? The first one's average at best. Average! How it dare is. you! Dare you? Okay, the first the second one's dog the shit. first Silent Hill movie is not mediocre. It's a very good movie. Anything therein after, not good at all. Not even worth mentioning. Quite Reve bad. Revelations was almost as bad as Crimes of the Future. <laughs> um, I can't argue with you on that. <laughs> but I, I I really did like the first movie, and if you're as invested in being terrified by the games as I am, they are literally, other than, uh, what is, what's that game that really scares me? It's so big, I don't know. I was going to say Overwatch, but it's not Overwatch. Outlast? Outlast, right. I like how you said Overwatch and somehow I, I knew what you meant. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Um. Yeah, so basically... Outlast and Silent Hill are pretty much the only games that really frighten me. Um, I, I'm sure you probably have seen me if you've ever, well, Zayford's played with me a few times anyway. When I've played Dead by Daylight, I really love horror games. Back in the D. And I'm very, uh, I get very invested in them. But yeah, I have to say, 
they scare me. So I'm, I, I just, like, I, I want the I'm new one to hoping, be good. I'm hoping because it's like, we've got so much access to stuff now, guys. We can make movies really good now. <laughs> I, I'm not invested in the franchise as a, a whole when it comes to movies, but I am with games. So I will always give it a chance. Um, so I'm hoping that it will be good, but. Also, Sean Bean didn't die in that first one, and that's disappointing. Yes. Like, come on, you're an actor. You die in everything. Why have you not died in this? <laughs> but yeah, like, the first one's okay. Like, I have hope that the new one can be good, but also it just has a track record of not being great. Yeah. So I'm just I'm just going with my gut here and being like it's probably not gonna be great, but I will be happily surprised. Go on then. Ah, what should we do next? Uh, let's go with Nosferatu. Also on my list. Good old Rob uh, Robert Eggers next film after um the lighthouse. The witch. I mean, we all want to see the hunchback in real life don't we do we i mean i do why i grew up loving the hunchback of notre dame why are we on about fucking hunchback of notre dame anyway like the origination of the hunchback right. i don't remember yeah i think he's supposed to be the hunchback mm, yeah maybe makes sense it's like but... the it's like the original story of where that came from um but yeah, I I think we were kind of hoping that this movie was going to come out last year, right? So there's a couple of films on this list that are obviously being pushed back from last year. Obviously, right, strikes and whatnot. I think a quiet place was one, wasn't it? Yeah, and so is the one. We, well, the one we're going to talk about last is probably everyone's hoping for it to come out at some point. Obviously, um, no one knows anything about it yet, really. But this. Proper under wraps. Nosferatu is hopefully gonna be great. If it if it's done in black and white, even better. Mm. Um, I can't remember who's in it. It's I think Bill Skarsgård's also in this one with a uh, Willem Dafoe, and I can't remember who else. But there's quite a big list. So uh, Aaron Taylor Johnson, Nicholas Hoult. What's Emma the Curry. connection between the lighthouse? Is it, is it William Defoe? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. William Defoe's been in the lighthouse. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that's the only person that's actually coming back. Oh, Lily Rose Depp's in it as well. Oh, okay. But it's like they could have, why haven't they got fucking Anya Taylor Joy back? She would have been great in it, I think. Yeah. But it's it's one of these films that um it looks interesting. Also, by the screen shots, it doesn't look like it's gonna be black and white, which is a little bit disappointing. Hopefully when they release um like the Blu-rays and stuff, there's like a black and white version. So I think that'd be quite uh, cool to watch. Yeah. Yeah, I think it'll be good. Um and it's one of the few creature movies that I'm actually looking forward to. So, yeah, I mean, it's Robert Eggers. So far, he's had a pretty good track record. Uh, the Northman was all right, but The Witch and the Lighthouse are both 
solid films. To say that they're set in a time where full English is not apparent. <laughs> yeah. Which brings me, interestingly, to my next one, The First Omen. And I say that because there's apparently a connection between this movie and Rosemary's Baby. It's just speculative at this point on Reddit posts, but it's not um, it's not confirmed, but I think it is, and I'm excited for that. I remember watching Rosemary's Baby when I was very, very young and it being like one of the first horror movies that I saw, and I really loved it. And um, yeah, i got to say, I'm kind of invested in the story and I'm hoping for a lot from this movie. I have a lot of uh, expectations for it. Mm. Oh, Charles Are dances you? in it. <laughs> Is that all you have to say? <laughs> Sorry, I was, I've not seen the trailer for it, so I don't really know much about it. I'm oh, just okay. looking who's in it. Okay. Charles yeah. dances in it, Bill Nye's in it. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm really looking forward to it. I think it's going to be really good. I've not really ever been into like the Omen franchise. So this might have to I might have to go for a mall before I watch it. I I mean I I'm not I don't fuck with exorcism movies by and large, but I do there, there most can, of them are shit. There can there can be a few um exorcist movies that are good. I mean, I really like the taking of Deborah Logan, of course that's more of a found footage movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think if they're done right, um the Omen movies are kind of like uh, and Rosemary's Baby. There's more of a humanistic element to it rather than it being like entirely supernatural. So it's like, I don't know, I can't explain it. There's more of a, a respectability about that franchise than there is with others, like the yeah. Pope Exorcist. <laughs> I don't, I mean, is there going to be a Pope's Exorcist 2 this year? I don't know, I'm not going to go see it. Um, I, don't think, I don't think it's officially announced, but probably not because... Weren't great, was it? What a fucking like pray for, movie. Do you remember that film Pray for the Devil? Yeah. That was shite as well. I tell you what, though, if you are sick to death of the tropes of exorcism movies and um, possession movies, the one movie that I saw very, very recently, which again has been suggested to me, watch it, watch it, watch it, is one of the best movies of 2023, When Evil Lurks. Um, it's yeah, I told you to watch this. Yes, well, you're not the only one. Um, But I think it generally put me off because it was a Spanish movie. And I just, I don't know. I watched, uh, I've watched a few foreign movies last year that kind of upset me and not in a good way. Yeah, Um, there's definitely going to be one of them. (laughs) So what was that awful French movie, Zayford? What was it called? The Tower. Oh, lockdown power. Oh, it depends where you're, where you're trying to find it. If you find it on a um, letterbox, it's just called the tower. But if you're looking for it on Prime, it's lockdown tower. What a fun little black hole baby making eating cult movie that was. No, thank you. But when evil lurks, I mean, friend, the French they either get it really right or they get it really wrong, don't they? Let's be honest. I mean, for the context of that film, was I feel like they did pretty well. Like it's it's a film to not make you feel good. You feel shit for it, it like the entirety of it. Proper. And um yes, when Evil Lurks is bleak, the ending even bleaker. Won't spoil it for you because it's that good. You deserve to watch it if you haven't seen it already. Um it's so, so good. And it's it's really original. It it, it doesn't play on the idea that um 
possession is stagnant. It's actually more like a an infection in the air. It's airborne. Um, and I really love that. I love that idea. And <laughs> like the the instruments at the end trying to be used to extract it, like none of it made any sense. And it's just, it, it, it kind of like, none of it was really outwardly explained in how to fix things or how to, like the only person that knew really was this old woman that's like seen a rotten before. And it- Yeah, like, she's experienced it, it before. It really like indulges the idea that you're among everybody else trying to figure out what the fuck is going on and having these really weird rules. Like you can't use electricity. You can't talk badly. You've got to stay away from animals. And you're just like, well, the fuck? I don't know what the you're fuck not allowed, You're not allowed to shoot them because it yeah. doesn't kill the virus, essentially. It spreads it. Yeah. And it's just some of the kills in it are really um, bleak. And yeah, there's some like this savage whole... ones. Do you, know, do you know when I knew that the film was going to be good? On. and i'll say this in one word that well two the dog oh my god that jump scare like that's like the only thing that scared me last year that actually made me jump like soon, it, as soon as that happened i was like oh fuck this film means some business for me it was the axe to the pregnant woman's head is what made me think okay this is gonna be yeah, a bit that's on the that's on one of the posters you can spoil that okay but yeah a very very good movie um really, if, the, really if the americans try touching it to remake it please don't don't leave it's it alone fine as it is just fucking either learn spanish or learn how to read but yeah really encourage you if you haven't seen it watch it. it is it don't yeah don't be discouraged by it being spanish it's it's fantastic i really enjoyed it but yeah i am looking forward to the first omen going back to business so <laughs> sorry yeah slight tangent there yes Worth it, though, because that film is good. Right, Zayford, how many have you got left? I have two horrors left. All right, do yours, because oh. I think I'll, the one that I've got left is... The one that we're talking about, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Beetlejuice 2. Mm. Uh, realistically, that. what, the first one came out in... The 80s? When the fuck did it come out? Jesus. I'm now just Googling stuff, don't you worry. 80s, wasn't it? Yeah, it was like the late 88. There we go. Mm. Excuse me. Real Juice 2. Is it too late for a sequel? I mean, it's been. I feel like part, it is. It's been the best part of 30 years. I feel like the ship has sailed. Um, I don't think there's much that they could do to make it great. Um. I think that they should have done a sequel about 20 years ago. Well, realistically, I think Tim Burton said that he's been trying to make a sequel for, to this for fucking literally since the first one came out. Or they've had ideas that just never come to fruition and whatnot. Yeah, there's a lot of trepidation on my part. Obviously, I know that a lot of like the original... Pretty much everyone is back. And, and Tim Burton stuff. Yeah, so I know that it, a lot of it is... It's not going to be like this standalone weirdo thing that like nobody wants. Mm. It's obvious that there's going to be a lot of love poured into it. I just don't know if it's going to be enough. I feel like 30 years is such a long time. You've also got the added talent of uh, Jenna Ortega, mm. which hopefully pulls it off in this film. Well, I know you really like her. I mean, I like her to a degree. She's good in Wednesday. She's good in the Scream franchise. I mean, yeah. she she was pretty good in X for yeah. the most part. Yeah. Um, 
I'm, there's supposedly rumours of Johnny Depp being in there somewhere and it'd be nice to see Johnny Depp back in a film. Mm. You know, after everything he went through and all that shite. Is Winona Ryder going to be in it at all? Yeah, Winona Ryder is back as Lydia. Jenna Ortega yeah. is the daughter. Yeah. So, so it all makes sense. It has the potential. It has yeah. the potential. I'm just a mm, bit of trepidation there. I'm just concerned how Michael Keane's going to look in the makeup to say he's 30, like 35 years older. Yeah. You know, he was a young man when it came out, to a degree. He was like 20s, 30s. Now he's just like 60s. <laughs> oh, my two-year-old just came into the room and started laughing at me <laughs> probably laughing at um your strange voice David. oh gosh <laughs> anyway so the number one movie that we're that both looking forward to we're both looking forward to hysterical two-year-old laughter aside is Maxine. Yes, Maxine. Hopefully, hopefully this actually gets released this year. Finally, the trilogy is coming to a close, and it's coming to a close in an orgasmic, increasingly euphoric, amazing, titillating, all-consuming Mia Goth extravaganza that we have not bore any witness to because they have kept it so tightly under wraps save for a few promo videos and literally stills yeah we as are, i said there's been a couple of screenshots of like we are dying um, to know how this ends what happens what's gonna you know what is going to be the end game to it all it's going to be a sleaze fest in the 80s which is obviously going to be fantastic because ti west is so good at taking periods of time and encapsulating them into movies um yeah i i, I when you look at um x and you look at pearl completely different movies completely different time frames and so well captured and i think the 80s are gonna it's gonna be a sleazy drug-fueled messy grudge grubby fucking best bit it's gonna be awesome. <laughs> and also you got Kevin Bacon in there for whatever reason. And we got Kevin Bacon, right. right. I mean Kevin Bacon doesn't hurt to be in a film. Pretty much everything Mia Goth touches turns to gold. And yeah, I, I, so many people are invested in this franchise and just want it to we need it. We need it so badly. We need to know the the, the final, the finality of this trilogy because it's important to us. We're invested. If it, if it gets pushed back to next year, I'm gonna be fucking fuming same i'm hoping for a march release or at least a or maybe a summer like march release would be ideal but a summer release should be fine i'm hoping for just a fucking trailer <laughs> right yeah. i just i have to tell you that like last year my favorite film that i saw on in the cinema was pearl i just i loved it so much it was so good and all of that like penting up to watching it like waiting for a whole year and a bit to watch it and finally seeing it was so good and yeah, oh, I just I can't wait. And if they do don't do it this year, I'm gonna mail Ti West a box of shit because it's not fair. I mean, I'm I'm gonna say good luck finding the address. I don't think it's public information. But... The man who's suing him is gonna do it. Oh wait, no, he's suing me. <laughs> I don't want to send you poo, me a goth. I love you. Or Ti, I, mean, I like you, Ti West. If you let me down, I won't like you anymore. 
So I mean, I feel like Mia Goff's gonna give it her all. No, it's the end to her trilogy. She's been in every one of them as even character. So I feel like she's Yeah, we're she's... we're invested in Maxine, we're invested in Pearl. We love these characters. Um yeah, I wanna know where Maxine ends up. I need to know. So LA apparently. Yep. But like where does she end up? Is she gonna be a star? Is, is she gonna she... be dead? Is she gonna be dead? Is she gonna kill people? Like is oh, that we're definitely gonna be killing involved? Yeah, like we don't know. We don't know what's gonna happen. So yeah. Anyway, you have been what listening, watching. Have Did you not want to talk about any non-horrors? Um, I mean, to be honest with you, like I said, there's really not that many that I can think of. Um, like I mentioned, there is Priscilla that I'm gonna be seeing at some point this week. Um so I'm kind of looking forward to that. And then, of course, there's Poor Things as well, little REA24 movie that's coming out. Um, got quite a wild theatrical release in this country, actually, surprisingly, which was pretty good. Mm. But, yeah, those are my only two that I can think of. Have you got any non-horrors? Um, the only ones I can think of right now is uh, Deadpool 3. Because mm. that one is getting hyped up quite a lot. And also there's a lot of leaks for it, which is both good and bad, because it's hyping it up more, but also spoiling a lot. Mm. And then this film called Borderlands, which is based off the video game series. Oh, okay. They're the basic two, but they're the ones that hopefully will be pretty good. Um, if not, I will be in touch with uh Warner Brothers and Marvel and whoever else. Because you have good standing and voice there, they'll listen. Yeah, to you. yeah exactly. Exactly. They'll, like they'll talk to the random guy Twitter that account, has a... but you just send people abuse. <laughs> yeah, they'll talk to the random guy on a random podcast that they've never heard of. <laughs> they call my advice. It's our accents. It gives us an edge. Exactly. They like, they like the quirky, weird British people. Yeah, we sound like we're more professional than we are. Exactly. We've got a fucking clue. <laughs> Definitely not. <laughs> anyway, um, not sure what the next episode is going to be. Um, I think we're going to have to pull some of our ideas for movies that we've seen this year already. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think of some releases that I've already seen. I'm going to be watching Night Swim, so that may potentially be something to cover. Not the only much. one I've watched of the, from this year is um, Destroy All Neighbours. Uh, I was actually asked about this today, and I haven't seen it yet, so... I'll let, I'll let you watch it first before it I give my it? opinion. It's is it worth it though? It's got some good effects in it. Hey, wait a minute! Isn't VHS Y two K coming out this year? I don't think there's anything official for that. I don't even know if it's been like fully announced, has it? No, no. You sent me the announcement for it. Remember? They confirmed. I don't but... remember. I'll be honest. <laughs> oh no the amount of shit i send you sometimes i don't actually know what i have sent okay well vhs is doing another movie don't know if it's going to be released this year for sure but there is going to be a y2k one so that's going to be cool but i don't we're not 100 sure on that that might even be a 2025 thing don't know oh it, it's something i did send you which was about maxine uh, kai west maxine described as over the top girl with homage to dario uh, dario argento and the uh, giallo genre and we all have a bit of Jarlow. Who doesn't love the exactly. Washington team? Yeah. So that will all be good. 
Okay, well, you have been listening to our top 10 most anticipated between us. Clearly, it wasn't a 20 because there were quite many overlapping. Uh, like I said, not sure what the next episode is going to be, but nonetheless, we will be back. That's um, right, it might be Mandy. It might be Mandy. It could be Mandy. It should be Mandy. Maybe it will be Mandy. Maybe it deserves to be Mandy. I can't believe I, I could, have I could do with rewatching watching Mandy now. I don't even know why I sat on that movie for years. Like, it was literally so good. But yeah. You have been listening to us. Um, I appreciate you. Thank you for listening to us. Uh, do all your things that you're supposed to do. Follow us, like us, please. Thanks. Bye. <laughs> no, see you next week. Bye. Goodbye.